Welcome to the pregame with Matt and Jax. This is the pregame. I'm Matt. I'm Jax. And here's this week's basketball pro- podcast that we're uh, instituting now since we have a little too much to, to talk about. That's right. Well, now, before we get into that, we should mention we, we are on the socials now. Yeah, we have social medias now, and that's kind of a big deal, right? It is a big deal, yeah. Kind of blowing up on there. We're on, we're on Facebook at the pregame with Matt and Jax. Our handle is at pregame Matt Jax. Matt just has one T, by the way. Yeah, yeah, M A T. Yeah, one of them fell off and numb, something like that. Anyways, there are a ton of games to look forward to this week. And there's a lot, yes. And there's a ton of hope that there will be a bunch of. COVID cancellations like they were last week. Right, right, right. But uh, but if all else stays true, then we're going to have some good matchups. And we have the best matchups of this week. Some uh, NCAA basketball news and an update on the preseason SEC Player of the Year, Keontae Johnson. Oh, and uh, the NBA is back. Kind of anyways. We won't sort worry. Of. About, yeah, we won't worry about the NBA picks yeah, until yeah. the actual season gets underway because, well, preseason games use each team's deep, deep, deep bench. Right. So now we won't worry about that. But, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's an after Christmas podcast. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's for a later time. So here are the uh, the, the top matchups of this week. We got number five, Kansas taking on number 15, Texas Tech. This one's going to be all about Texas Tech stopping Jalen Wilson and who is shooting just a little over 50 percent. Texas Tech also has hot shooter Marcus Santos Silva, uh, who is shooting a white hot 65 percent. Tech's only loss comes from. Uh, surprising Houston, while Kansas dropped one to the number one team in the country, Gonzaga. Right, yeah, Kansas Kansas has been tested a little bit uh, early on in the season, of course, with their uh, loss. But uh, you know, I don't think that Texas Tech really has been tested as of yet. Uh, you know, they haven't really had to play much of a schedule so far. So you know, I I, I like Kansas in this matchup, and uh, you know, we'll go with that later on with the picks and everything. But Jalen Wilson, he is the real deal, six eight freshman, and just phenomenal player. They're going to have a tough time stopping him. All right, the next game that we have here is uh, number 12, Wisconsin, taking on number 23, Louisville. And this one was postponed after Louisville was played with COVID, thanks to Prairie View A&M uh, not taking precautions and protocol seriously. Uh, screw those guys. Uh, Louisville <laughs> was set to play NC State this week, but that was postponed due to COVID on NC State's side. And a common theme here. Uh, meanwhile, mm-hmm. Wisconsin comes in with one, one loss to Marquette. Wisconsin plays at slow pace, and Louisville is using their pack line. So this one will likely be a low-scoring match, and Louisville has like four stars essentially on the IR the first couple weeks, and they might have two of them come back if they're lucky. But who knows? COVID's kind of a weird world. Yeah, this game is going to be a tempo game for sure. I mean, uh, if Louisville can uh, kind of run run the pace and pick up the pace and everything, Carlick Jones, you know, he's averaging 17 a game. And then, but uh, the matchup issue for Louisville is the fact that Micah Potter and and Nate Rivers for Wisconsin, 6'10 and 6'11, respectively. Can they stop that down low? But Louisville does have a little bit of size. They've got plenty of guys that are over you know, 6'10. They've got Malik Williams has been on the IR, so that's kind of a, a big uh, hindrance for them because he's 6'11, but uh, with him not actually being in, it's kind of thrown off Louisville's game a little bit. He's been kind of played with injuries his whole college career anyways. Yeah, it's going to be, be an interesting matchup in that one. So, uh, probably a tempo game. Uh, but again, and both keep in mind, both Potter and Rivers can score from anywhere on the court. So, uh, it could be interesting matchup issues. So, we'll see. All right, number 20, Ohio State taking on number 22, UNC. I don't know why you'd ever bet against Rory Williams unless his team is really young, like they have the 
last couple seasons. The Tar Heels have two losses so far, one to Texas and the other to Iowa, so two ranked opponents, which is forgiving until you can't beat a ranked team. That's kind of how it usually goes. Meanwhile, Ohio State is very unproven. The only Power 5 team that they played is abysmal Notre Dame, but they did beat UK. So That is true. Yeah, uh, This is going to be fun to watch because both teams, they like to get out and run. Uh, you know Roy Williams, he's going to use that whole bench of his as as well. Uh, very balanced throughout. So It's going uh, to be an interesting matchup. The key player, it, it can uh, EJ Liddell, uh, him versus Garrison Brooks down low, that's going to be a good matchup. And finally, the game that uh, that we're kind of looking forward to, number one, Gonzaga taking on number three, Iowa. You know, a couple weeks ago, we were really banking on that number one, Gonzaga versus number two, Baylor, to see, right. see who, you know, really had the, the, the medal to, to make it forward in mm-hmm. the season. But uh, the Zags have had four games canceled and one postponed this season already, which is kind of leaning to what we were just talking about. Yep. And the three wins they do have come from three Power 5 schools, two ranked Kansas, West Virginia, and then Auburn. They tried really hard to get their big games in before they have you know their softer conference schedule coming in, but they may have uh, also kind of knowingly played while having COVID, which really isn't cool. Meanwhile, Iowa, 6-0 and with their only real good win against UNC. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a, a fun one to watch as well. Both teams uh, can put up a lot of points. Uh, you know, Gonzaga's averaging 93 points a game. Uh, Iowa's averaging 100 points a game. Uh, so both teams are going to be you know scoring at will for, for the most part. Uh, can Iowa stop the combo of Drew Timmy and Corey Kispert, though? That's that's the question. But, and you know that Mark Few is going to have Gonzaga ready for this one. And uh, kind of shifting gears, there was uh, a pretty big scare. Saturday, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, they're with Florida and Florida State during their matchup, uh, with the SEC preseason player of the game collapsing during uh, the game in one of the more scary situations that I've seen watching college basketball right. overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keontae Johnson remains in critical but stable condition and is following simple commands, according to the statement. Mm-hmm. Johnson was successfully transported to University of Florida uh, Health in Gainesville after spending the past two days in uh, Tallahassee at Tallahassee Memorial and undergoing further tests. Uh, before F- Florida released a statement, Johnson's grandfather told USA Today on Monday that Johnson was in a medically induced coma that doctors hoped to bring him out of uh, yesterday afternoon. The Associated Press reported that Johnson tested positive for COVID-19 during the summer, although the cause of Johnson's collapse is still unknown at this time. Coronavirus can lead to myocarditis. Did I say that right? Carditis, myocarditis. There right. we go. Not doctors. <laughs> a viral infection that can lead to inflammation of the heart muscle. Which I remember before college football started, that was the big thing. They were like, "We don't want the players getting this because it could, you know, hinder their hearts." Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? Whenever uh, I heard about the situation, I didn't see it happen live. But uh, when I heard the fir- first thing that I thought of was what happened with Hank Gathers. 30 years ago, the unfortunate situation that led to his death after he collapsed on the court. Uh, but I mean, he had cardiomyopathy, uh, so he had a heart condition. But, um, you know, we can't really speculate at this point what exactly went wrong and everything. Uh, we can only say, you know, along with everybody else in the basketball world, uh, just hope for a, a speedy recovery for Keontae Johnson. So, yeah, this is scary, man. Yeah, very. The, the only other time that I remember watching something that was like that. Horrifying, uh, really on on TV was you know when uh, Louisville played Duke like a few years ago, mm-hmm. and um, 
Kevin Ware snapped his leg. Sure, right, yeah, and just uh, yeah, it's just whenever it's anything like any sort of injury that's just so unexpected and like that happens, it's just uh, it's frightening. All right, we'll move on to a little uh, brighter topic. Uh, what about the way too early projection ESPN <laughs> has for the NCAA tournament? <laughs> These are always fun to look at because you'll look back at like three months and be like, eh. I mean, uh, you know, there, there's teams that last week were, weren't even ranked and all of a sudden they're thrown into the top 15 this yeah. week. So, uh, you know, this I don't think that anybody has really any sort of idea of what's going to be happening moving forward, especially uh, granted the, the cancellations that may happen as well for, for certain matchups. Oh, but ESPN thinks they know. Of course they do. Yeah, the Zags are the top overall seed, according to them, and UK is the first team out, which I would be very happy to see the <laughs> University of Kentucky not make it to the tournament. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of my favorite things. It'd be, you know, that'd be the, the start of a, a, a new great decade <laughs> if Kentucky started out not making the tournament. That would just be awesome. And then, of course, Bama is the last in. Yeah, it's uh, this is a uh, again. This is way too early <laughs> to even uh, think to predict this. But but at the same time, if things look how they are right now, yeah, I, I mean that sounds about right. With Kentucky and Alabama, they haven't really played to their potential at this point. No, John, we're going to go ahead and pretend that, that uh, UK is not going to be a part of the the conversation later on. And that's that's all I want. All right. I mean, I know with with. Uh, with Louisville playing very well right now, that uh, the the wheels are going to fall off the day after Christmas and be like the worst Christmas present ever whenever UK <laughs> beats them. But it's okay. It's okay. We're just going to go on to the odds and pickums now. Uh, taking a look at tonight, Super Tuesday, number twenty four Clemson taking on Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is favored by two. I'm going with Clemson on this. Yeah, I'm going to go with Clemson on this. They played great. They're very good defensively. Uh, and look out for the uh, trio of Amir Sims, Alamir Dawes, and uh, Clyde Trapp. They've combined for 40% of their points so far this season. Yeah, Virginia Tech got blown out last week by I can't remember who. I don't know if you remember it. Now. I mean, no, I don't. Eh, it doesn't really matter. It's Virginia Tech. Anyways, <laughs> moving on to number 10, Tennessee taking on Appalachian State. They're probably not going to be very hot, hot, hot even when though it's cold, 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 because uh, they're taking on a very hot uh, Tennessee team that uh, is favored by 19, and I'm going to stick with them. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Tennessee as well. Very balanced team, and uh, another another team that's very good defensively as well. Number 13, Illinois taking on Minnesota. Illinois is favored by 9. I have wavering feelings about Illinois now, and I don't know how well they'll, they'll post up against a uh, Richard Pitino-led Minnesota. You know, I, I I think they'll they'll be just fine. Uh, again, they have one of the top players in in all of college basketball with A.O. Dawson, who's averaging twenty four point eight per game. Uh, we saw him against Mizzou this past week in their loss. He put up thirty six. So uh, you know he can turn it on at any time, and he's got a good supporting cast. And keep in mind, their losses have been to Baylor and to Mizzou, who's now in the ranked sixteenth in, in the nation. So two you know rather respectable teams. I mean, there's nothing against Minnesota. They're they're a first. They're they're like a second round team every year for out of the Big Ten. But that's my uh, Patino bias. <laughs> right. Uh, number twelve, Wisconsin taking on Loyola uh, Chicago. Wisconsin is favored by eight and a half. 
Yeah, go ahead and stick with Wisconsin on that. I don't think that we're going to see a Virginia upset here. Yeah, as scrappy as loyal as Chicago is, I, I think uh, Wisconsin's going to take care of this one. Uh, again, this is another fundamentally sound uh, Wisconsin team. Great guard, of course, he comes from the Bo Ryan School of Coaching. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be Wisconsin. Uh, moving on to Wednesday, Villanova, number 7, team of the country, taking on Butler. There's no spread on that yet because, well, it's it's early. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Nova is who I think is going to win that one, regardless of its spread. Yeah, this this one's uh, it's it's your typical Jay Wright coached Villanova team. It's very they're very balanced this year. Uh, uh, Colin Gillespie's at, uh, he's leading them right now with fifteen point fifteen point two points per game, and he's shooting forty four percent from the three point range. So uh, Villanova's yeah, they're uh, they're looking pretty good in this one. Number twenty, Ohio State taking on Purdue. Yeah, go ahead and stick with Ohio State. I don't think uh, Purdue has those farm boys just ready yet to, to be able to beat anyone. Yeah, again, Ohio State very good offensively. Purdue can't really match up with them. Uh, Shaka Smart and the number eleven Texas Longhorns taking on the mighty Sam Houston State. I'm going to tell you this right now. Watch out for Texas. All year, this this uh, guard combo of Courtney Ramey with uh, Matt Coleman the third, by the way, MC three should be his nickname. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, Courtney Ramey from St. Louis, by the way, uh, averaging fourteen point seven points a game, as is uh, Matt Coleman fourteen point five a game, and they're both shooting over forty percent from three point range. So keep an eye out for those guys all year long. And uh, I'm going to go with Texas. Yeah, you, you, you didn't. You cut me off before I could get there, John. Uh, well, You're I mean, too excited uh, to talk about a kid from St. Louis. Before. Yeah, right. Of course I am. But I mean, keep in mind they're playing Sam Houston State, so yeah. it's not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're the best state in Texas. Yeah. Number 21, Duke, which is weird to say. I can't remember the last time they've been in uh, between 25 and 20. It's very strange. Yes. Uh, taking on Notre Dame is uh, going to be a Duke win because I'm pretty sure that Coach K is. Not happy with this team right no, now. Yeah, it's just a, you know with any Duke team, regardless of how they start, it's only a matter of time before uh, Coach K fires them up. And I think uh, against Notre Dame is a good one to to make that happen. All right, moving on to Thursday, number nine, Creighton. Take it on St. John. Going to stick with Creighton. Yeah, I think St. John's going to have some matchup problems with them. Creighton's very balanced. I think uh, yeah, Creighton runs away with this one. Although that's a fun Big East conference to watch play basketball. It right is. Now too. Yeah. Right. Number five, Kansas, taking on number 15, Texas Tech. Kansas probably going to have this one. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're going to have an answer for Jalen Wilson, honestly. And and he just continues to impress game in, game out. And uh, Kansas, another one of those teams, uh, very balanced. Uh, pretty much anybody on the floor can beat you at any time. So I'm going to go with KU. Let's go ahead and give you a preview of that uh, point spread is over 12 points, so I wouldn't take it. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't take Kansas yeah, with that. I don't think I'd take that one. I would take Kansas with 10, yeah. but not, not that many. Cause I don't think they're going to throttle them too much. I agree. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little closer, but KU will and straight up. All right, Friday, number 18, San Diego State taking on BYU. This isn't the football game where San Diego State upset them last week, but uh, I'm going to still stick with San Diego State. Yeah, San Diego State, they got a very deep bench as well, and uh, they shoot it good from from three-point range, and they're very good defensively. So, uh, yeah, no reason not to pick them. Tennessee, short uh, turnover here. Number 10, Tennessee taking on Tennessee Tech. Pretty sure Tennessee's got this one. Yeah, any, anytime uh, Tennessee's taken on a uh, Tech, uh, you can pretty much bet that it's going to. Uh, they're they're going to take that one, unless of course it is Texas Tech, but this is that is not the case here. No, 
Uh, number 16, Mizzou taking on Prairie View A&M. Uh, Mizzou's going to win this one, but again, this will be one that you watch the spread on, because even though Prairie View uh, A&M likes to spread COVID to other play- other teams, yeah, right. they're not a bad small team. No, they're they're not, uh, but they're going to have some issues with Mizzou. Mizzou play, they like to play a lot of four-guard sets. Uh, they're very athletic. Mark Smith and Drew Smith, no relation. And uh, Xavier Pinson, that trio, uh, they're averaging 15, 14, and 14, respectively. So, I mean, uh, then pretty much any of, any of those guys can beat you at any time. All right, number eight, Virginia, uh, West Virginia, excuse me, taking on Iowa State and I have no reason to not think that West by God is going to win this one. Yeah, they got a good combo there with Miles McBride and Derek Culver uh, uh, with the guard and uh, with Culver uh, working block down low. So, I, I, yeah, West Virginia in this one. There ain't no heart attack from Bob Huggins on the sideline. <laughs> right, yeah. All right, number 12, Wisconsin taking on number 23, Louisville, Saturday. That's going to be like a 10 a.m. game for us on, the, on Mountain Time. It will be, yeah. Obviously, I'm sticking with Louisville. Uh, I wouldn't, even though Wisconsin's going to be favored in this, watch that spread. Yeah, exactly. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close one, regardless of uh, of how it turns out. But uh, I, I'm i taking Wisconsin this one pretty much because every time I pick against Wisconsin, they always burn me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number one, Gonzaga taking on number three, Iowa. Uh, the Zags, I'm pretty sure, are going to be able to handle them pretty easily. They've The three games that they've played... Mm-hmm been able to blow up the teams that they're going against and they're going against some good competition yeah again i, I think mark few is going to be ready for right have his crew ready for this one because uh, uh i just can't see iowa matching up with them very well number two baylor taking on kansas state you go with baylor on this one yeah yeah baylor they're again another team that's very balanced very athletic and a, a really deep bench too so uh they're averaging 90 points a game right now so look at look for them to get out and run uh run away with this one against kansas state all right this one is one of our big matchups number 22 unc taking on uh number 20 ohio state i'm gonna go with unc i think they're gonna be able to run away with you it. can never get bet against roy williams you just can't for whatever reason but <laughs> but uh again yeah unc it's I, I i see them kind of uh outscoring uh ohio state in this one again they got that deep bench so they're going to be able to uh put some pressure on throughout that game and big 10 basketball is boring it's the most boring conference to watch. Yeah, uh, number seventeen Virginia taking on number seven Villanova. This should be a good one too. This will be a really good one. Uh, I'm going to go with Virginia on this. I think the pack line is going to be too much for Nova. Yeah, it's it's tough to bet against Tony Bennett, uh, like because you know he's going to have him ready to play, and, and it's just you know it's it's that they're so good defensively. Oh man, this is going to be a good a fun one to watch. But I'm going to take Virginia. UCF taking on number 15, Florida State. Florida State's got this one. I, I don't even think that UCF will yeah. have, a, have a shot. Even though UCF is the biggest school in Florida, yeah, yeah, they're is. not getting the biggest and best players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, FSU, I like. Uh, they're, they're looking pretty good. Another one of those teams is very athletic. Uh, I, I see them running away with this one. And if you don't feel like watching games on Sunday that are uh, football-related, number nine, Creighton's taking on UConn. Uh, Creighton should be able to handle UConn. They haven't really been that good since. Yeah, since, yeah. Since Ollie took them to the championship. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I, I will take Creighton in this one as well. Number thirteen, Illinois taking on number nineteen, Rutgers. I'm going to go with Illinois on this one. Yeah, Illinois just uh, too balanced and uh, good supporting cast for uh, Ao Dasamu as well. I think it was Rutgers that beat Virginia Tech. Yeah, 
Was that it? Yeah, it was. You know, like 20 points, and I was just like, ooh. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, number 11, Texas, taking on Oklahoma State. We're going to go with Texas. I, I think Shaka Smart. Uh, you're all over the, the, the St. Louis player and the, the, other, the, the guard play, but I don't I, I'm a big fan of Shaka Smart. I well, want yeah. I wanted him to come to Louisville after Patino left. But. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why he's got them playing like like he does right now. So yeah, Texas all the way in that one. Number four, Michigan State taking on Northwestern. Michigan State going to have this one. They uh, they missed out on their their matchup last week because of COVID. So hopefully they'll be back and ready. Yeah, yeah, Michigan State. This uh, this is pretty much the Tom Izzo factor in this one. <laughs> and we'll have him. Uh, he'll have him ready to play against against Northwestern. They should be able to cover that one pretty easy. And we got some local flavor here. Uh, Wyoming is taking on Omaha on tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. And uh, I think Wyoming's going to win. They're uh, what five and one now. I think they're five. Yeah, and one. five and one right now. Yeah, they got they beat uh, Oregon State last week, mm-hmm. so they yeah. got a Power Five win under their belts, which is going to help them if they want to make it into the tournament. Yep, along with you know continuing to win. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, yeah, Wyoming. Uh, hey, five and one start. You can't ask for much more than that. And then Sunday they take on UNLV. And I'm gonna go ahead and go with Wyoming again. UNLV is like one in five. Yeah, uh, yeah, not not a great start for them so far. I'm gonna go ahead and go with Wyoming. I, I'm I'm on the bandwagon right now. I am too. And uh, they're they're playing in Laramie uh, against UNLV. If it was the other way around, and if you know COVID wasn't a thing, UNLV would be much more difficult to play because playing at home against uh, UNLV is mm-hmm. tough because it's oh, yeah. so loud. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, It's like violently loud for yeah. like a mid-major school. For sure. Uh, like Louisville used to you know, pick, pick games in non-conference against UNLV and UNLV was just always so tough yeah. in, those, in the away games. They would do it intentionally because they would have to go and play in the ACC against uh, you know, UNC and Duke and Virginia right. playing in their house compared to playing, you know, in Nashville against Western Kentucky is a little different. Yeah, a little yeah. bit different. A little, bit, a little, a little bit of a crowd difference. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's uh, that's all we have. Again, we have our uh, brand new fancy social media. That's uh, right. That you can listen to us. Follow us on Twitter at pregame Matt Jacks. Yep. One T Matt. Just, <laughs> just remember that. Yep. Also, make sure that uh, you know you continue uh, going ahead and hitting that like button or that follow button, uh, so that you know you're 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 first to know whenever we release. A new episode of the pregame podcast. So That's right. Wherever no. you you get it, Spotify or or you just go straight to kgab.com, wherever you get. It. Absolutely, yeah. Make All it right. happen. All right, we will catch you probably Thursday for some football. That sounds about right. <laughs> you just listened to the pregame with Matt and Jax.